Section 26 of American Scenery, Volume 1. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Vern Seward. American Scenery, Volume 1, by Nathaniel Parker Willis. Descent into the Valley of Wyoming in looking down on this lovely scene made memorable by savage barbarity and famous by the poet's wand of enchantment it is natural to indulge in resentful feelings towards the sanguinary race whose atrocities make up its page in story it is a pity however that they too had not a poet and a partial chronicler leaving entirely out of view the ten thousand wrongs done by the white man to the indian in corruption robbery and rapid extinction of his race there are personal atrocities on our own record exercised towards that fated people which in impartial history hereafter will redeem them of all charge except that of irresistible retaliation the brief story of the famous cornstalk sashim of the shawnee and king of the northern confederacy is sermon enough on this text the northwestern corner of virginia and that part of pennsylvania contiguous on the south to the valley represented in the drawing was the scene of some of the bloodiest events of indian warfare distinguished over all the red men of this region was cornstalk he was equally a terror to the men of his own tribe whom he did not hesitate to cut down with his tomahawk if they showed any cowardice in fight and a formidable opponent to our troops from his military talents and personal daring he was at the same time more than any other chief of the confederacy a friend to the whites and energetic as he was once engaged in battle never took up arms willingly against them after the bloody contest at point pleasant in which cornstalk had displayed his generalship and bravery to the admiration of his foes he came to the camp of lord dunmore to make negotiations for peace colonel wilson one of the staff thus described his oratory when he arose he was in no wise confused or daunted but spoke in a distinct and audible voice without stammering or repetition and with peculiar emphasis his looks while addressing dunmore were truly grand and majestic yet graceful and attractive i have heard many orators but never one whose powers of delivery surpassed those of cornstalk on this occasion in the spring of seventeen seventy seven it was known that an extensive coalition was forming among the tribes and that it only waited the consent and powerful aid of the shawnees to commence war upon the whites at this critical time cornstalk accompanied by red hawk came on a friendly visit to the fort at point pleasant communicated the intentions of the tribes and expressed his sorrow that the tide set so strongly against the colonists that he must go with it in spite of all his endeavors upon receiving this information given by the noble savage in the spirit of a generous enemy the commander of the garrison seized upon cornstalk and his companion as hostage for the peaceful conduct of his nation and set about availing himself to the advantage he had gained by his suggestion during his captivity cornstalk held frequent conversations with the officers and took pleasure in describing to them the geography of the west then little known one afternoon while he was engaged in drawing on the floor a map of the missouri territory with its watercourses and mountains a halloo was heard from the forest 
which he recognized as the voice of his son elenipsico a young warrior whose courage and address was almost as celebrated as his own elenipsico entered the fort and embraced his father most affectionately having been uneasy at his long absence and come hither in search of him the day after his arrival a soldier went out from the fort on a hunting excursion and was shot by indians his infuriated companions instantly resolved to sacrifice cornstalk and his son they charged upon elenipsico that the offenders were in his company but he declared that he had come alone with the sole object of seeking his father when the soldiers came within hearing the young warrior appeared agitated cornstalk encouraged him to meet his fate composedly and said to him my son the great spirit has sent you here that we may die together he turned to meet his murderers the next instant and receiving seven bullets in his body expired without a groan when cornstalk had fallen elenipsico continued still and passive not even raising from his seat he met his death in that position with the utmost calmness the other indian says the chronicle was murdered piecemeal and with all those circumstances of cruelty with which the savage wreaks his vengeance on his enemy the day before his death cornstalk had been present at a council of officers and had spoken to them on the subject of the war with its own peculiar eloquence in the course of his remarks he expressed something like a presentiment of his fate when i was young he said and went out to war i often thought each would be my last adventure and i should return no more i still live now i am in the midst of you and if you choose you may kill me i can die but once it is alike to me whether now or hereafter his atrocious murder was dearly expiated the shawnee the most warlike tribe of the west became thenceforth the most deadly and implacable foe to the white man end of section twenty six